0: Yeah, it's um do you have do you have an umbrella?
1: No, but most people don't have umbrellas in the snow.
0: Well, no, but like to keep your hair.
1: Oh, um yeah, yeah. I do have an umbrella in my car, but I'll probably just put my
0: scarf over my head. And I would say that isn't entirely snow that is there's it's it's a little bit slushy. I do have a note, though, where I was like, well, oh why are the blossoms continually using umbrellas in the snow? You know, you know, you know what? Here's the thing. I can always – because I, I wear a hood in the snow and a toque in the snow. Yeah. I can see you like – because it's still wet. It, That's true. It, eventually, it but will become water. it's like wetness water. you can
1: shake off. But, shake, I mean, but shake, if it melts,
0: shake. then it becomes water.
1: That's true. I'll just put my scarf over my head when oh, I man, to Oh, man. It's car. just getting
0: worse and worse. Hi, oh, everybody. my God. Welcome to Miss uh, Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin.
1: I'm Aaron. And
0: we're watching a hailstorm outside uh, the window.
1: Yeah. It, like, just happened. Like, like <laughs>
0: as we were watching it, it got worse. Like, these are, I'd say, probably about, like, as like big as. Like, marble size? Yeah. Like, marble size. Like, yeah. a small marble sized, um
1: Oh, my God. And it's
0: It's going hard.
1: This is like very. um, (laughs) Because we just watched the episode of Riverdale where winter comes because winter was coming and we didn't know. Yeah. No one was quoting Game of Thrones. Yeah,
0: no, yeah. And uh, apparently it comes in according to our timeline in about mid to late October, which Which is is,
1: like reasonable. Here. Yeah. (laughs) And we think they're in New New England. Yeah. But like winter has also come to Calgary. It also did. In
0: April. (laughs) Again, again, in (laughs) April. Uh, it's starting to slow down. We're, we're going to start talking about visual things on an audio that medium. you guys can't
1: see. And when you listen yeah. to this, the hail will be like a fleeting memory for our it's, Calgary listeners. It's probably going to be a fleeting
0: memory by the time we're halfway through this, because you can look in the distance and it's just...
1: It's like blue skies. Yeah.
0: So it'll yeah. be... It'll just be the crunchy on our feet for a while. Great. Um, hey, we actually introduced ourselves this episode.
1: I know! That's cool. We never do that. We're
0: really bad at, like, structure.
1: We just assume that you guys listen to all of our episodes. Well, they're,
0: they're, I mean, they they are in a, in order. It's
1: true. But for, like, our one shots we should probably introduce ourselves (laughs) for those because people might be like i don't care about riverdale but they're talking about 90210 look
0: look, there's many things that that we do uh because this show is full of uh us just rushing through a show and talking way too much about it (laughs) it's true that we tend to forget to do things
1: exactly exactly but
0: uh with that in mind we could just get into this episode
1: let's do it all
0: right so this is uh episode nine right yeah la Grand Illusion.
1: Le Grand Illusion.
0: So, uh, <laughs> so we get reaffirmed how important <laughs> maple syrup is to the town.
1: Because they have a wine tasting with the maple syrup. Yeah,
0: they, yeah. But
1: by they, I mean the Blossoms. The Blossoms, like, go down to their syrup seller and tap a cask and like full-on toast and like smell and swirl and they (laughs) full-on wine tasting at that maple syrup and
0: jughead gives a gives one of his his you know his voiceovers talking about how maple syrup is the biggest business in riverdale which is why we hear so much about it in the last nine episodes because when when Blossom because you only really hear from it from Blossom and I'm like oh he's obsessed with maple syrup
1: but it turns out the town is obsessed with maple syrup he shows he he being Jughead in his voiceover shows us all of these shots of like Archie and Valerie having a cute brunch Eating their maple syrup, and something else happening with some maple syrup, and then a hand is throwing an empty blossom maple syrup well, that's thing the scooper. away. The scooper. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the scooper's
0: throwing it away.
1: For some reason, um, Jughead is there in the morning.
0: Uh, apparently, he's now part of the family. Yeah, he lives there. Um, <laughs> he's oh, either that or his roommates. The It's. <laughs>
1: Okay. It's so, almost it's
0: very very like overdone. It's like maple syrup is so important.
1: Unfortunately, the wagons are circling because Jason's dead and everyone knows that Cheryl can't run the company.
0: She's but a little bit she, unstable. But I'm I mean to she, to, to to fancy New England like wasps. She is unstable. I
1: think that Riverdale is secretly sexist.
0: She has emotions.
1: They're not anything else. Ist? But like <laughs>
0: I don't know; if those people are from Riverdale. That's true.
1: So maybe the outside world is sexist, and Riverdale is like this conclave of like open-minded, accepting. I,
0: I think. I think it comes down to that when you see that group of people, they feel like the most repressed group ever. That That's the, true. that the fact that she, I don't know, wears a skirt so short, or the fact that she wears red lipstick, I think makes them go like,
1: <gasps> <gasps> Scandalous. red lipstick. How dare she? She cannot be
0: controlled. <laughs> She She cannot be in charge. But apparently, something that we didn't realize was very important about Jason's death was that he would be the heir to this great maple syrup thing, yeah. which now they're like, oh, but who's going to be the heir? Which, once again, would have been nice to hear about any time in the last like nine episodes.
1: Episode one, maybe. Yeah. The heir to the Blossom fortune, Jason Blossom, has been murdered. Because I
0: didn't realize, like, yeah. like, clearly he needs, like, like he would get their money when they die, because that's what happens with a child. Yeah. But I didn't realize he was the heir to, like, a company, and there's company mm-hmm. intrigue going on.
1: Because it's secretly the 1800s, which makes sense, though, because as the show says... These are vampires, yeah, no. descending on the town. Yeah,
0: at, at one point, this is in a later scene.
1: This is an Alice Cooper line.
0: Um, is it Alice Cooper? Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought Miss No, no, it is Alice Cooper. I thought Miss Blossom yeah. said it. Uh, Miss Cooper does refer to them as they're descending down like a cabal of vampires, oh. and I think she misspoke. She meant <laughs> they're they're descending upon us, a cabal of vampires.
1: <laughs> Little did she know they're vampires. No, she knows. She
0: just misspoke.
1: It's because the show is listening to the podcast, guys. We, in the past episodes, since they came back from hiatus, have had robots and vampires. And if that's not proof, I don't know what is.
0: So we get into the first scene, and uh, Good Jughead is there for breakfast.
1: Yeah, he's sitting in Betty's room, and they're chit-chatting about how Betty doesn't understand... That Polly is not with them, essentially.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it turns out Miss Cooper now is cool, which she is trying so hard to be good that she circles back around to being evil again. Because
1: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> she has a crazy Donda. up breakfast is ready. Yeah. And she needs them to know that she has developed a plan. Yeah. A crazy plan yeah. to write an uh, expose. Expose. Yeah. An expose. An expose. About
0: the Blossoms. Which Betty is against in this scene and then never is against again. Oh, Mrs. Cooper, like, talks her around. (laughs) I guess at some point. She's just like,
1: this is a good plan. And Betty's like, do you think it's a good plan? And she's like, I don't care. It will make me happy.
0: I, I want to take a moment and go back to the beginning of the scene where um, Betty and Jughead are making out of the most chaste way ever. They're cross sitting from across each other and they're talking and the guy's like, all right, come over here. And they, they like, like
1: lean together. Lean
0: so awkwardly together. And then Miss Cooper comes in like, hello.
1: And like they can very easily just lean back and no one knows they're kissing, which is what they do. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's how you have to make out when you live in a house with Alice yeah. Cooper.
0: I want to point out that this uh, is definitely getting to the end of the season because they are (laughs) going back to all the plot lines that we forgot about and ignored. Everything,
1: everything is happening. So I have pages on pages on pages of notes.
0: Because you go right from that scene where they're talking about, you know, that whole thing to the lodges.
1: Yep. And this is where they're like, hey, remember, we have a storyline too. Veronica, verbatim says... When we go to court to talk about Dad, what happens if they ask us about what he did? Will we have to lie? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Veronica, that's why you're going to court to be asked about what he did. Yeah, and your response is, "I'm a child. I don't know what my dad did."
0: It's it's true, Veronica can't. But but however, she is one third. <laughs> that's true of the company, and then
1: she's like, "I didn't know about that."
0: Yeah, no one yeah, told the me. The rest of the op, the the rest of the um, episode makes it so that her testimony, it just becomes more and more damning. Yeah. Like, at the beginning of it, she was she was like, I, like, like will I have to lie? And I feel like Miss Lodge's response should have been like, no, you just tell what you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't make things up, though. Don't yeah. think you know things. Just say legitimately yeah. what you know.
0: But unfortunately, by the end of the episode, she knows, she knows so much. Yeah. I will say that they have once again switched the ideals of... Veronica and and Miss Lodge.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Like because suddenly Veronica's not on her dad's side.
0: And 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 Miss Lodge is super on Hiram's side. Yeah. Like she really wants like like when we the talking about the lying thing she was like,
1: "Well, you might have to lie a little yeah, bit." Yeah. She
0: was like like, "Oh, well, I mean, you should you might you might have to like extend some stuff." But and I'm
1: like, "But Miss Lodge, you've spent the entire past three episode since the last switch. Yeah. Doing things to make Hiram's business legit.
0: Yeah, like, there's the episode where she phoned him in jail, and now I don't know what happened on that conversation. No, because I
1: thought she told him what was going on. Yeah,
0: she didn't tell him him about Fred. She, I don't know what she did on that phone call.
1: No, I don't think she told him about forging Veronica's signature. Yeah. Like, Maybe should. she was like, um, I wanted to go with a different construction company, so I forged her on her signature. And Hiram was like, I'm in jail. I have bigger problems. And she was <laughs> this like. This man's
0: trying to shank me.
1: She was like, touche, my love.
0: Oh, no, wait. She's in rich white guy jail. Yeah, <laughs> like, no one's
1: shanking him. No, no. He's like, I gotta get back to my chess I, game. I,
0: I, they ran out of shrimp in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> the spa is down for the week.
1: Also, they're very concerned that Fred Andrews. Oh, Veronica's like, you have to tell Fred Andrews. Luke Perry Andrews, the truth, and they're very concerned he's going to walk off the project, which I didn't get at first, and I was like, oh, wait, he is the noblest man who ever has been noble.
0: Yeah, yeah, the important, inform- <laughs> yeah, no, they were right in thinking that he would walk, like, anybody else would be like, I guess I have to deal with this, but he's like, no. The- <laughs> he-, he slays dragons and is <laughs> like. the
1: thing with Luke Perry Andrews is he's like, no, and then he walks away and he's like, but wait, the repercussions of myself saying No. Yes.
0: And it, the good thing is that, that for for like for him I'm it happens annoyed. in like the the process that people have to go through in these dramas over like a few episodes, he does in the scene. Oh yeah. It's great.
1: <laughs> like a normal person. Uh,
0: okay. So yeah, so the, the basic point of that scene is that now Veronica suddenly cares about
1: Lying. This entire
0: episode is, su- she is has, suddenly Veronica cares.
1: She's yeah, she cares about what's happened to her and she realizes once again that her dad did bad things. She yeah. forgot for a while. <laughs> she but forgot now for a while. she's like uh, yeah. yeah. Bad things.
0: Uh, this Then we move into the most uncomfortable scene. Where <laughs>
1: Cheryl crazies on into the student lounge or the music room. I'm not sure. <laughs> he tries to seduce Archie. By quoting Twelfth Night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that <laughs> super romantic show. That's
1: not even a romantic scene. It's just Orsino being like, mm, I love music. One day I'd like to fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> He's not seducing someone.
0: Yeah, no, it's, um, it's weird.
1: Yeah. So, and it's also weird because she's forcing Archie to be a Jason Stand-In while also trying to seduce him. So we're back to the twincess. Yeah,
0: she's like, so she wants him to go to this, like, maple syrup tapping ceremony. She doesn't when she was first talking about it, it, I thought it was a party. I thought this Mm. was a party. No, it is like a, it is, they call it a ceremony. We're not, we're not being facetious. Yeah. They use the word ceremony. ceremony.
1: And it is like creepy. It is creepy. It's very something out of Twilight, which makes sense because these are vampires. Yeah,
0: um, and also Cheryl describes it as as it was her and Jason's extra special thing, you know, other than the incest. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs>
1: And then she's like, Archie, you have to come. You're the only person who's ever supported me. And Kevin and I were like, again, all <laughs> you, Archie did you, was corroborate her story yeah. by telling the truth.
0: You believed me when no one else did. Once again, he did not. He, he just corroborated. Told the truth. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be like if if you walked into a place and said, like, I don't know, I have a dog. And then I walked in and said, oh, yeah. She has a dog. She's like, you believe me? He's like, no, I know that you have a...
1: Or if you walked in and you're like, hey, Aaron, I saw your dog on the street. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he believed me. He's
0: like, no. No, <laughs> no. No?
1: That's not no? belief. That is... It's corroboration. Sharing an additional
0: fact. Yeah but, yeah, but Cheryl is actually insane.
1: And Archie's like, this seems real creepy. Yeah,
0: but he... Because he is like A nice a, guy. A nice guy, he's like Maybe. Maybe. I'll have to talk to my girlfriend. Who
1: might not like me being your twin stand-in slash date <laughs> for a ceremony.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh then we move on to uh what Veronica's story of the episode will be, which is starts with Ethel reading a poem that reading is. Reading
1: a super dramatic, <laughs> very teenage poem. Yeah,
0: it is like dark and and A lot about dads and
1: Dads and her mouth being sewn shut and being put in a box. Like y'all have a poem like this in a yeah. journal somewhere.
0: Yeah. But um but And you
1: probably read it in English class and you're like, I'm so deep. Yeah. I'm expressing my inner emotions.
0: <laughs> and it uh It touches Veronica, as we know by the fact that she's, like, staring slack-jawed with a camera moving in on her. Yep.
1: (laughs) So she finds Ethel in the hallway. Yeah. And... and
0: Checks up on her, because no one has checked up on her in weeks.
1: Yeah. They forgot about... Despite the fact that she was, like lied about by Chuck Clayton. Oh my god, that plot has not come back, despite Jughead's dire warnings. Oh yeah,
0: no. <laughs> oh yeah, no, this is not the last we hear of Chuck Clayton. I assume it's all going to come back in the final two episodes. I
1: would think so, because it didn't come back this episode. But, but like, we- you think when they're like, hey, someone lied about this girl doing sexual stuff, we should like, follow up with her, because the Teenage Times, they're fraught, with like, drama and emotion. Well- Can I just say... Through this entire episode, I was convinced that Ethel was lying about something or had some sort of evil plan, which I was also convinced in the last episode she was in. So far, I think, I this is
0: not going to fruition. I think the actress is like, has a, I don't know, I don't know, you know what exactly it is? She is too good for this show. Yes. Like, the way she treats people, and we're going to get into, into yeah. it more, she, her personality does not fit with the rest of the show, because unless the, if she was related to the Andrews. That's now. what I was going
1: to say. The only <laughs> people that can be that good are the Andrewses.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll get back to that. Yeah. Essentially.
1: So she, Veronica sees something in Ethel's deep dramatic poetry that no one else does. <laughs> she knows that Ethel is broken, yeah. but she can fix her. Because and her re- dad's in jail. And the reason she knows this is because she used to be a bully.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she invites, she says, let's have a dinner. Kevin will come. Kevin, who was sitting there reading a book peacefully, is just like, what are you doing?
1: Why am I a part of this? Look,
0: I'm trying really hard to be a good character. And it's working out well. Look, I have, you know, Mm. I, I have issues and I have pathos. I have all these things that are good. Stop dragging me in as your gay best friend. I have stuff to deal with.
1: I am distancing myself. From you,
0: can you please stop? I'm trying to read my book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Veronica's like, no, I'm a psych- psychiatrist. I can fix this. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Ugh.
0: it's like when you try to fix a um, uh, dead, dead baby father with a <laughs>
1: <laughs> with a baby shower, <laughs> a baby
0: shower. <laughs> uh, but she's, yeah,
1: yeah. So that's her plan, and then Mama Blossom becomes. Crazy. Like, she, vampire, teleports right next to Archie. Oh,
0: yeah. Arch, Archie's, Archie's getting water from out. a water fountain. He's been working out because he's sweaty. Yeah,
1: and he turns around, and there is a tiny red-headed woman behind him. Uh,
0: about three inches from his face because they show they show a side shot. Yeah.
1: And that's when I was like, she is the tiniest woman I have ever seen.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and they're
0: trying so hard for Archie to be a vampire with them. They really want him. Cool. they don't realize he's a robot.
1: Exactly, yeah. he cannot be converted. He's a
0: vampire, but they don't know that. They don't know. Yeah,
1: and she loves to touch teenagers and also bribe them. So she brought.
0: She touches Archie's arm <laughs> real creepily. Yeah, no, sorry, no, no. You need to clarify. <laughs> she she doesn't just like. She doesn't go for a full grope. <laughs> she just like touches his shoulder very. Clearly
1: like in a creepy way just like when she touched his face
0: hair. You know what Captain America the first one after he like transforms and um <laughs> a, and Agent Carter like pats him on the peck. It's oh, yeah. very much like that. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so she asserts yep. that um she knows Archie is a good person because she Archie gave her jason's jersey
0: which to be fair no one else would do that's true
1: (laughs) and then it shows us a flashback of archie giving her his jersey in case we
0: forgot i'm gonna say that in anywhere except for riverdale that shows him as a baseline person he's
1: a person (laughs)
0: shows him as a person who does something that is reasonable not going above and beyond the call of humanity
1: but in riverdale he is the best person (laughs) you
0: didn't do this for drama you did it because you (laughs) believed
1: in So, because she knows he's a good person, she knows that he will support Cheryl yeah. by coming to this maple tapping ceremony.
0: Oh, yeah. And also, um, my like my grandfather runs this super cool uh, music program that you can go to in the summer. I'll put a good word in for you.
1: Bye-bye. But you're also
0: a good person.
1: And Archie's like, but, uh, okay. Okay.
0: I guess I, I'll do it. I
1: don't know how to – you're so close to me right now.
0: <laughs> this is really uncomfortable. I have
1: to say yes because <laughs> –
0: and then she fades away.
1: Yep, and Archie smash cut to lunch, where Veronica is eating fruit and Archie is eating chips.
0: My favorite thing about this scene is that when he when he mentions about it was, you know, it was Miss Blossom, yeah. Veronica says terrible and Kevin says awesome. <laughs> but the way that they did or she says disturbing or something yes, and, right like that. and he says awesome. And because I'm starting to like Kevin more and more, because he's doing much better with the character, I feel like he legitimately is being like, good, you're having stuff happen for your music yeah. career.
1: success.
0: But all Veronica cares about, cares about like, oh, they're creepy.
1: They are creepy. They, wait,
0: to be fair, they are also creepy. She is correct. Uh,
1: and then we learn that Archie and Betty are once again, what I wrote as BBFs. Okay. Best, best friends. All right. They're once again BBFs, because she supports him.
0: Well, Jughead ca- is
1: cynical, but she also wants him to ask Polly some questions. She supports
0: him with a caveat that he is her spy. Yes. Because, because he knows Archie, of all things, is a good spy.
1: Archie's a bad spy. No,
0: it takes him a few a few attempts to get to Polly.
1: Just like when he and tried it, to break up with um, Mrs. Yeah. Grundy and it took him like, several attempts. And in the attempts.
0: end, he doesn't actually do it.
1: She comes to him. Know, and she's like, so stop trying to do this. Yeah. But we'll get there.
0: Um, there's a moment at the end here where Veronica eats a strawberry and there's a good, like, three-second hold on Archie just staring at her, eating a strawberry and smiling, which is the weirdest edit choice I have ever seen in Riverdale.
1: Um, maybe robots can't eat strawberries because they contain too much liquid. So he's looking at her in
0: envy, being that's, like,
1: oh, I'm watching you eat that. That's why,
0: chips. that's why he's eating chips. He just had water and was like... Oh no! I'm not supposed to have water. Uh, something to dry it. Salt, 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 salt. Chips, chips, so just chips. chips. <laughs> it's like no one will realize. They're
1: like TV brand Cool Ranch Doritos, but yeah. obviously Doritos is not a sponsor, so <laughs> TV brand.
0: And then we move to what we talked about earlier: the tapping ceremony, which Where is definitely about vampire vampires <laughs> or a cult or maybe a vampire cult.
1: The color of red is mandatory,
0: and it's not like the town gets together no. or something. It's just as creepy like the board of directors. It's all
1: these redheaded people. Who,
0: I assume because they all have red hair, they're all Related.
1: in the Blossom yeah. family. Uh,
0: but it's it's just like... It's, it's the, so
1: creepy. Yeah. It's like, again, I said Twilight before, but it's like when you watch Twilight yeah. and you see all of the Cullen family together and yeah. you're like,
0: ooh. Be- because they all like look the same.
1: And they're all way overdressed for the situation because
0: yeah. you are standing out in like a forest.
1: And they're beautiful people, yeah. but also like creepy AF.
0: And he had and like Mister Blossom has a scroll that he doesn't really read off of
1: because he said it so many times that well, he knows. Well, also, I guess as
0: far as I can tell, what he says is he unrolls the scroll and says, "I used to do the ceremony when Jason came of age. He did the ceremony." And now Cheryl do the ceremony and then rolls it up. <laughs> like, like – There was okay. no speech on that. <laughs> you just mentioned things that happened.
1: The ceremony is putting a um, spigot into yep. the tree. Or maybe the spigot was already in the tree. Well, it,
0: well, it was drilled and it was in. And then you had to Hit hammer in with a it hammer. in to get into the last bit.
1: And Cheryl is terrified.
0: Yeah, yeah Because this is the beginning of maple syrup season, which I want to point out is usually in February or March. Yeah. So, so and then, this is I'm like, oh, do we do a huge jump in time, or is I was what I always assumed? They, their timeline means nothing. Yeah. Or are their trees weird? Because but at the end they say winter has come early, which is not February or March. So
1: yes, their trees are yeah. weird. Yeah. So and we know we didn't skip forward in time because Penny, Penny, Polly. 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 Not any more pregnant than the last time we saw her.
0: I <laughs> mean she just went into stasis.
1: Again, this plot is bonkers. Like I know Cheryl's like a little bit crazy but she's not any more crazy than anyone else. What about but, the crazy gypsy grandmother
0: but, but what but once again, crazy gypsy grandmother is not in charge was probably never in charge of the company
1: because she's not allowed to be because she 's a from, woman from
0: what I, from what I can tell, what I actually feel that it is that the, with these people from the way that they've been acting that I think you're supposed to set up is that be, that they are so much about appearances. Think about the, at the end the talk that um Mr. Blossom has with Archie's about like it will look good. It'll be a good picture. It'll That's look good. true. So the, the fact that Cheryl like they're talking about like Cheryl would do this at they're walking they're walking away. This is actually yeah. right after the scene. So yeah, we'll talk so about we can just it. talk about it. Um they are walking away from the tapping ceremony and the two random people right in who are about
1: Literally to- like six paces yeah. ahead of Cheryl and yeah. Archie. They
0: cannot be not aware of that they they talk about um the fact that like Cheryl, what she did at the funeral
1: and they're upset because Polly's an unwed mother. Yeah. But guess what? Polly would not be unwed if Jason had not died. So... But
0: they don't care about that. It's That's appearances. True. Yes. Which I think the very the most important thing to think about the Blossoms is everything they do is for appearances. That's why they want Archie to be part of there is because he looks like Jason. It's true.
1: They say it's because he's a good person, which he is, because as soon as he overhears this, yeah. he like... Puffs his chest on up, and Cheryl's like Archie, and Archie's like, no, no, here is a Luke Perry Andrew speech.
0: Yeah, so he ta- he he tells him about how awesome Cheryl is, and she's like, also a four point oh GPA, he's like, also a four GPA, which is like a fun, <laughs> so a funny. funny.
1: <laughs> it was very cute, and it's very like you can tell you watch him speech speech, yeah. and you're like, you are Luke Perry Andrew's son.
0: Yeah, yeah, he like it, it's it's a great thing, and he's like, and he and here's the thing. He's saying true things about Cheryl. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's not like inflating and like lying with stuff. No. He's just saying the true things that people ignore about her.
1: Yeah. He's saying all of her positive traits. Yeah. And then he's like, so maybe you should be a good person. Yeah. Paraphrasing. Yeah. Because there's sometimes. And then he just like
0: smugs on out of yeah. there. Because there's sometimes in this uh in this series where someone will talk about someone else and they'll say things that are just blatantly not true. Yeah. Like we haven't seen them. But he's, he's he right. He says
1: things he, we've seen. Yeah, he's
0: he's, he's right in the things that, he, that yeah. he says about her. Um, while this is going on – oh, sorry. Oh,
1: we also missed – Archie tries to talk to Polly, and she's like, get away. Yeah.
0: Polly, That's that scene. Polly, Polly talks like someone who has a plan, and but she talks with them like, she going to kill them? Like, don't worry, Archie. Everything's fine. And, and then Kevin she, like, backs like, up. <laughs> like, Ugh.
1: So anyway, while this is going on, we have yet another awkward lunch scene. Yeah. <laughs> Because people in on the show cannot have meals without them being awkward yeah. unless they take place at the Andrews house.
0: Yeah. Um, I assume Kevin invited Betty because he's like, I can't do this. I can't, I be can't her- do this by I myself. can't be her gay best friend. I need you there as well. So we're just friends <laughs> Yeah. in this house. We're going, all and right. And Hermione's
1: a part of the lunch. Oh,
0: well, yeah. Her-
1: I think Hermione no longer trusts Veronica. So she's like, I need to be there at all times. <laughs> I need to know what nonsense you are saying.
0: Oh, yeah. Veronica was also shocked that um, Hiram learned about. Uh, yeah, so Veronica so did Veronica not tell him.
1: Hiram about.
0: Uh, but um, w- the the basic thing we get out of this episode, other than we learn exactly what's going on with um, Ethel in a very mm-hmm. very forced thing, where she suddenly divulges all of her secrets for no reason to these to like
1: <laughs> Betty's or Veronica's. Like you're not eating, and Ethel's like I'm not really hungry, and then Betty's like. <gasps> What's
0: wrong? She didn't even ask her twice.
1: And the, I know, and that's usually to, the tr- the yeah, trigger on this show. No,
0: Eth- <laughs> Ethel is like, no, here's my exposition. <laughs>
1: Things are really bad at home. My parents are fighting a lot. I think we lost all of our money. I'm really sad.
0: And then there's this. Um,
1: then Hermione <laughs> picks up her glass of white wine and is like, "Oh no, no. my she, only friend." She
0: says, um. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, Ethel says her last name yeah, yeah. during the speech. Yeah. And Hermione's like, what did you say? And then Ethel's like, it's German. And Hermione's like, wine, wine, yeah. wine, wine, what, wine, wine. Much like
0: the parts where um, <laughs> where she learned about like all of the, the stuff with the uh, drive-in, her mind separates from the back <laughs> of her head, and she's just like, oh, no. Here, here, Hiram continues to ruin everything. What I was going to say is there's a pretty great moment in this um, when they're talking with, uh, when Ethel talks about, like, oh, we could lose everything. Veronica's like, I know what it feels like to lose everything. And the camera cuts out (laughs) to to this beautiful, beautiful, giant penthouse, like, like filled with all of these, like, golden things. And her being like, I know what it feels like to lose everything. And that cut back is, I'm like, maybe there's an awareness here.
1: I mean, in her... Defense. Yes. She used to live in the Dakota. Yep. Which is where John Lennon lived. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, internet, don't yell at me. I'm like ninety eight percent sure John Lennon lived in in the Dakota. Otherwise, it was a character from Gossip Girl. But anyway, she moved from the Dakota, yeah. which is like a big deal, to yeah. the Pembroke. The thing that in Riverdale. So from her perspective. Yeah. Like, she has had a huge fall from grace and finances blah, blah, blah. I do appreciate, though, the show is like, Veronica thinks she's lost everything. Let's show the irony of this. Hermione pulls Veronica aside and is like, Veronica, you probably shouldn't hang out with this girl. And Veronica's like, I can have any friends I want. (laughs) And Hermione's like, yes, I know. But, (laughs) FYI... The Mumpsies, or whatever her last name is, Moms Mumpsies. Those Muds,
0: or something. It's not a great last name.
1: <laughs> uh, the Mrs. and Mr. Ethel's parents yeah. were investors with your father. And you know their super nice house that you went to with the pool and the hot tub? He invested a lot of money with your father's company. So he is responsible for this financial ruin. Yeah, yeah. Then Veronica's is it, like, uh...
0: Yes, yeah, so well, no, Veronica doesn't actually act in the way... She she now, all of a sudden, like, is aware of... <laughs> Some, yeah. Somehow, she's like, wait, this stuff is real? Once again... For, once again, Veronica can't understand things in, that aren't put in front in of until her. Until
1: Hermione is like, Veronica, you know they punch each other? Veronica, <laughs> your dad was not the... Like, when he embezzled, yeah. he took the money
0: from people. people it didn't just come out of the air because she's like she's aware that her dad's embezzlement but she's like she, she took it from people? people people that i know uh and then this entire sequence there's a sequence where Miss Lodge tells Fred about what's going on oh yeah
1: and then Fred freaks out naturally
0: and rightfully so because she's like by the way here um you know the guy who <laughs> ruined a lot of things he's eee. the secret investor
1: and he's like, "You tricked me! I don't want to work with criminals." And then Kevin and I both were like, "No, he only wants to work with criminals he likes."
0: <laughs> to be fair, he was tricked into working with criminals. He chose to work with FP because he had no other option. That's true. <laughs> but like, he, I, I think I think he's most upset that they've been working together for months, and she never told and him. she never told him that her husband, who was in jail, who was a big like like that's a big part of their relationship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: was the one who owns the.
1: I'm just going to say, I don't know why she couldn't have been like, Fred, I have to tell you something I just found out. Maybe she's a better person than I am.
0: Yeah. Like, like <laughs> she said she would tell the truth and she told him the whole the truth. The whole truth. And also, there's no way she would not know.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
0: like like that, like, that would just make things worse.
1: I guess so. But don't worry, Hermione. I have full faith. Luke Perry Andrews. He's going to come around. But first he storms out. He's like, this is done. We're done. I'm out of here. Yeah, because he's upset. And he's like, tired of rich people using him no, as a toy. No, essentially,
0: that's what it is, is that he's being manipulated by by Mr. Lossom Blossom yep. and Mr. Lodge and all these people.
1: He's like, damn it. I'm a good yep. man. I just want to build things. Yeah. Which
0: is great, because for the rest of this episode, he goes his version of full dark no stars, which is like kind of gray, and there's the Big Dipper. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> It's basically like yeah. I'm gonna be vaguely moody and drink a beer.
0: So we talk about this in this order, but it should be pointed out that the way this actual like cut goes is that it keeps going back, back to Archie
1: yeah. on the
0: longest walk in the world. <laughs> like they 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 were I don't
1: know where they went to. Yeah, they were
0: deep in the woods and this fleet of well dressed um, waspy people. Uh, <laughs> Walk back for what I guess, it seems like an hour and a half because <laughs> they are just ending the walk after seeing all those the, all the scenes with them, um, Ethel and Veronica yeah. and all and, and even the like even the
1: scene with Hermione and <laughs> Hermione, Luke Perry Hermione
0: had the, had the ability to hear from Veronica uh, like or tell yeah. Veronica the stuff Veronica be like you tell, you need to do the
1: right thing do the right
0: thing her to drive to the construction site and talk to uh. To uh, Luke Perry Andrews. And do the right thing. And then the walk comes to an end.
1: Yeah. So they went way far out in the forest. Yeah. And um, Clifford Blossom. Clifford? Yeah, sure. Pulls poor baby Archie aside.
0: Yeah, and there's this weird sequence where um, Mr. Blossom is like, uh, I'm glad you could do here despite the things with... uh, uh, things this way with uh, with your dad. And Archie's like, I'm doing this for Cheryl. And Mr. Blossom is legitimately surprised and impressed that Archie can separate people from their family. <laughs> it's true. He's like, but you should hate me, which means you should hate Cheryl. That's the way the things work in the Blossoms and the Coopers.
1: And Archie's like, I just interact like, with people in my life.
0: Yeah, he's like, well, no, I'm I'm fine with helping Cheryl.
1: But then he's like, also... You don't like my dad. Pammy <laughs> <laughs> Clifford's like, uh, maybe you should talk to your father.
0: <laughs> We're gonna have a banquet. You should come with her to that.
1: And she's like, but I have a girlfriend.
0: I like, would really rather not. And Cheryl's like, no, nah, you're gonna do it.
1: And he's like, maybe you should take Reggie or Kevin.
0: <laughs> Is that earlier? I don't know. But at one point, he does say you should take Reggie or Kevin. Like, but they, but they don't look like Jason.
1: Exactly. I'll, however, in this scene. None of these men have red hair anymore. It's at, like, the point in their dye cycle where all the red has worn out, but they're not quite <laughs> ready to get a new dye. No,
0: no. No. So.
1: So, smash cut to the Cooper's house. And now Cooper's like, yes! Archie is our fox in the hen house! And I'm like, she,
0: she cuts a pie with the biggest, sharpest knife ever. I have ever seen someone cut a pie with. And
1: I'm like, Alice... Archie's a really bad double agent.
0: <laughs> because like, he just wants everyone to be nice to everyone else. If you tell him to be double agent, he'll be like, Hi, I'm Archie. I'm a double agent.
1: I just want to know, what are your motivations? And what can I do to help you achieve them without hurting anyone else?
0: <laughs> I'm sure we can find a way for all of us to get along. <laughs> uh, I'm Archie. <laughs> but the scene ends... 'Cause essentially that's what they talk about. They talk about how like being like They like and,
1: get information. Yeah, now
0: Betty's on board with uh with it. He he sort of mentions that Polly won't talk to them. He's like, yeah. well talk to her more. He's like, and, Well, I mean the mum's upset and is like doesn't care about Polly as much. Except she does. She but feels, she does. She's, she's hiding just, it she's hiding behind her rage because
1: hiding behind her crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, but she says the words like Polly betrayed us, and I'm like, Well, you betrayed Polly. Yeah, you
1: betrayed her first. <laughs> just saying.
0: Hey, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, what are you drinking today?
1: Um, today I'm drinking a, a very large beer. It is called The Village Friend, a collaborative ale. <laughs> 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 so, um, this is a local beer. Village Brewery is like a really cool, innovative brewery here in Calgary. I don't know if you can buy their products anywhere that's not Calgary. But I think most of our listeners are from Calgary. So it's okay. Um, The Village Friend is a banded Belgian triple, triple, which is not a thing I know anything about. But this is like 650 milliliters of beer. That's a lot of beer. And there's like a lot written on the back. (laughs)
0: So, so it's, it's about friendship. It's, it's a,
1: about friendship. It's about different breweries working together. And there was a trip taken with friends thanks to the Bandit Peak Brewery for sharing their time to create the... I don't know.
0: Well, I like to point out that the, the, um, the image on the front of it is two bearded gentlemen tapping beers together.
1: That's who's supposed to be drinking this. Yeah. Not me.
0: <laughs> a, are, what, one, is, one is wearing a polo and one appears to be wearing a Christmas sweater. You can tell they're different. You can tell they're different.
1: However, I myself... I'm a young blonde woman drinking this by myself. I'm not doing it right. And I
0: have way too much makeup
1: on for daytime. It's all good. (laughs) But is it good? Uh, Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not my favorite. My favorite village beer is the Village Wit, which is cloudy because it's like a wheat ale. All right. It's delicious. Sometimes dad buys it for me from work. Cool. Sometimes I buy it for myself because I'm a grown up. (laughs) Good. Kevin, would you like some? No. All right.
0: Uh, So we get a scene where Betty uh, confronts Cheryl as she's surrounded by her friends. Which I want to, which I'm going to point this out right now because it will come up later. It's like foreshadowing. She's surrounded by her friends, lots
1: of friends, lots of
0: friends. She's sort of like lounging back and it's cool. She got a lot of friends around her. She sends them away when Betty wants to talk to her by going like, "Vixens away." Vixens,
1: and then I wrote. What happened to Betty and Veronica being fixins?
0: No, no, they don't do that no more. They were
1: literally cheerleaders for one episode.
0: No, there's the one where, um, where, remember, Archie hurt his hand and and Veronica, oh, yeah. they were cheerleaders then.
1: So maybe they are cheerleaders. They just don't wear their uniforms they're,
0: when they're supposed to. They're cheerleaders when it's plot specific. That's fair.
1: <laughs> so in this scene. so
0: Betty's investigating a murder. She has better things to do.
1: That's true. She just wanted to be a cheerleader for her resume. And now she did it. So yeah. it's on her resume. Yeah.
0: Veronica doesn't.
1: Veronica doesn't care.
0: Yeah, Veronica. Yeah.
1: Um, So, duh, guys. It is confirmed by a doctor that Polly is having twins.
0: Yeah, which is... Cool, Obviously. Which which is like, yeah, sure, that's cool as well. I, I don't know. I wonder if the season's going to end with like, now you have one baby and we have one baby. Everything's fine now. And
1: one of the babies <laughs> will have red hair and one of them will have blonde hair because that's how it works.
0: Yeah, and everything will be nice and great. But this essentially continues the trend that once again, Betty cannot talk to Polly. Exactly. Also continues the trend of Jughead following Betty around to give snarky remarks, which for some reason I really like him for. <laughs> I know.
1: And he's a bit... <laughs> I wrote Jughead is logical. I don't really know what he was logical about because then I got really excited because Cheryl says, that was a joke, you hobo. Yeah, because she said, Jughead. Like, if,
0: if I remember. And yeah. then he... And
1: Jughead's like, how dare you? Yeah. And then she's like, you hobo, a joke. And I love yeah. that, so.
0: Yeah. I thought we move back to Veronica's storyline. She's giving, um...
1: Ethel a hand-me-down makeover.
0: I like this scene because Veronica's trying to deal with the problem in a Veronica way and Ethel's like we can we can just be friends and Veronica's like, "Well,
1: this is how I friend. No,
0: do you want a baby shower? Are you
1: I am <laughs> giving you a bag that costs
0: more than some people's cars." Yeah, and, and, and Ethel's like, "No, we I'm happy because you are being a friend um and, <laughs> and which makes me even sadder over the fact that Veronica's going to drop this next episode."
1: Yeah, Ethel yep. will not be in the next episode, I'm sure.
0: Nope. Um but now because Ethel is sad, Veronica's turned against her father. Yep. Which... She, I, fine. Was, which I thought she was in the early episodes, but... But turned. then she came
1: back on his side when her mom dated Fred, and then I
0: don't know. I don't know.
1: So then we have an awkward scene of Awkward, where Cheryl, <laughs> like, pretties on into the Andrews' house. Yeah, she
0: knocks on the door, and the very end opens it. And, and then... Cheryl's sh- just, you're
1: looking. Cheryl's like, hey... Nice haircut. You're a real dilf.
0: No, you're looking very dilfy tonight. That's right. And thankfully... Luke
1: <laughs> Perry Andrews doesn't have the internet, and he doesn't know what that means, because if he knew, he would be vomiting everywhere <laughs> in his
0: home. It would Beer in head, he would have thrown up on her, <laughs> and then just shut the door and been like, you can't go back to that school. <laughs>
1: You can't hang out with any of those people, RT. Yeah. Cheryl
0: continue, continues to show how uh, how like weird and unhinged she is. Because remember the first episode with the this is the song this is the song we were conceived yeah. to yeah. and are constantly doing things like that. She doesn't know how to social interact. No, no, because she also in the early episode steals Archie Kins from Veronica. Except when she si- says it, it sounds like bats flying out of a cave. <laughs> Archie kins <Kent. laughs>
1: So she gives Archie a super fancy guitar. Yeah. And Jughead and Luke Perry Andrews are like, Archie, are no. Roommates? That's right. Yeah. His roommates are like, uh, Betty, you should give that back. Yeah. And Archie's like, no, they're just doing nice things for me.
0: And I'm like, it's. It's beautiful because Archie's, like, his, na- his naive programming that we saw with, like, Grundy and that. Mm-hmm. His naive robo-programming does it not allow him back. to see evilness.
1: Exactly. He's just like, yeah. no, they really like me. Look at this really cool guitar they gave yeah. me. And
0: that's like, no, they're, they're buying you.
1: And he's like, you can't buy a person. <laughs> Slavery has been outlawed.
0: People aren't chairs. <laughs> You're right, Archie. People aren't chairs.
1: He's so... Cute, and I feel so bad for him. Yeah, because he
0: just wants—he just wants everyone
1: to be happy.
0: Yeah, and it's such a refreshing thing from like <sighs> a lot of people in this, this series, series who want what they want. Yeah, and he's just like, I want everyone to be happy, and I can be happy too.
1: Cause look, again, KJ Appa is actually not a redhead, but is genius casting because yeah. he's so
0: adorable. He's very, he's very adorable while still being. Um, like hot manly. enough, hot enough for the, yeah. uh, for the, for the, for that crowd. For
1: the teens. But you're yeah. just like, old oh baby, yeah. oh little boy, it's okay.
0: Uh, so we moved to the scene at the, um, the register.
1: Which I was really confused by. Yeah,
0: because now their job makes no sense. Because for the first half of the, more than half the series, the first mm-hmm. like two thirds of the series, it seemed like Miss Cooper was in charge and Hal was kind of just there.
1: But it turns out I guess he runs the well, paper because he has the
0: ability to fire her but he she does technically doesn't need his permission to print things. Yeah. Cuz she also remember she printed that she printed the reveal of Jason's death in the register. Yeah, so
1: Alice and um Hal have like a mini confrontation and Betty's there too where Alice is like we're publishing this and Hal's like I don't I don't know what his motivation is.
0: Hal Hal is upset at people.
1: Because he was kicked out of his home. Yeah. And then Alice is like, well, it's lucky. I don't need your permission to publish things. I'm going to run my expose. And she stomps over to their super 1990s computer. Yeah. And she types some stuff in and her password does not work. Yeah. And she looks at Hal and he's like, well, you kicked me out of my house. So I'm kicking you out of the paper. I don't need your permission to run this paper. You're fired.
0: And, and it's like, like, what? Well, because I thought at the very least they started it together. That's what it yeah. seems to be revealed in the, in the last episode where they have the photos being taken, which means he can't fire her if there's anything like the um The, lodge the lodges. Bitches. She the,
1: owns 50%. She owns. No,
0: no, she owns a third. He owns a third. And, and the kids Betty owns. a, a th- third. Oh, no, Paul. But they has, there's two so kids. There's two each a, have quarter. a quarter. Oh, oh my no, God. So they need Polly to be on their side so they can kick Hal out.
1: Because <laughs> that's
0: how business works.
1: That's how business works. Um. So Alice tears up a little bit, and they storm out because she storms out of yep. her life, and then Kevin, go yep. ahead.
0: This amazing scene happens where, for the first time ever, we see the moment that someone goes full dark, no stars. Because she stops in her tracks, her eyes widen like
1: she's possessed by a demon. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. It's 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 the look that someone gives in a horror movie when the killer appears in front of them. So the killer is her. She turns around and pick, and I know it's a loose brick, but I'm going to imagine she tears a piece of the sidewalk out. And she throws it makes through eye, the <laughs> Makes eye contact with Hal and throws it through the window. And then just like... And they just leave. Yeah, the possessed walks away. And then Betty's like, oh no. She cranes back and then just like crab walks
1: <laughs> down like, the street. we have been threatened dark no stars but this is yeah. dark no stars and it's like a
0: phys- it's a physical moment it's astounding it's
1: amazing <laughs> um so then betty is upset with jughead oh no? no not quite yet no no
0: miss this is where miss this is where um archie's getting his suit
1: yes and he interrupts his suit fitting appointment because he has a super attractive red velvet suit oh my god <laughs> not good um, he drops his suit appointment. Yeah,
0: crazy enough, people with red hair don't like wearing red.
1: But guess what? In this world, red if, is mandatory. Yeah, in
0: this world, there's color themes.
1: So, Archie stops the suit fitting, sends the guy away before he measures his inseam and touches yes. his junk, as I've learned <laughs> well, from friends. Then, well,
0: well, I mean, when, when, he figures out, when he figures out that he is robo-junk, which I'm going <laughs> to assume is huge. Because <laughs> why would Luke Perry and just make it with anything less? It's true.
1: So, he sends suit fitter away, and he's like... Hey, Cliff Blossom, um, I'm going to this party, but uh, I was just thinking that I don't really care about the music camp. And maybe um, instead of helping me, you could maybe stop ostracizing my dad and maybe make sure that he's a successful businessman.
0: And once again, uh, Cliff Blossom, Mr. Blossom is conti- puzzled. Yeah. He's like, what, feeling, feeling, what do you mean? What do you mean you have feelings?
1: Wait, you would prefer that we help someone who's not you? Instead of you? Look, I
0: don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this. You, hold on. He's
1: like, you're (laughs) a good man. And that puzzles me. So I would like you around.
0: Yeah, the thing that I like about this scene is that, well, I still definitely feel like he's, like, tricking him. I feel like there's this pure moment in this scene where Mr. Blossom is, like, honestly... Like, bewildered by the fact that he's trying – because he's trying to manipulate a pure person. And usually he manipulates through, like – Like selfishness. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll buy these things for you. These things – you're going to get these things. But then this guy comes up and is like, what if I didn't get things and he got things instead? And he's like (laughs) –
1: I think you might be the best person I've ever met. (laughs) And you have inspired me to become a better better person. I've lost that inspiration. (laughs) But I think I'm going to help both of you. <laughs> but also you need to do what I want.
0: Yeah. Then he has to go away and take a few deep breaths in a mirror, like <laughs> slap his face. He's like, like, no, 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 no.
1: You are a vampire. You're not a good man. You're not the man you oh, were before so you became can't, a vampire. He
0: can look at himself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he just imagines what he would look like. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So then Betty is like, once again, my family is crazy.
0: They're the craziest of the crazy. But she's still worried about, like, it falling apart. Yes. And yeah. she's like,
1: what if I don't have a family anymore? And Jughead's yeah. like, dude, you will have a family because you're amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Jughead gives a pretty good speech about how, like, he doesn't, he doesn't push a side concerns. It's like, oh, no, it's not going to happen. No. He's like, look, your family is splintering. But, but you, you are so
1: strong. Yeah. That
0: even if it happens, it is not your fault.
1: And you will be Okay. You will still have a family, even if the Coopers are not a family. Yeah.
0: Which is one of the best tacks I've seen used in this because usually it's like, no, it's not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Just believe. Believe. This one's like, no, you are going to be fine.
1: Jughead knows better. He knows bad things happen.
0: Yeah. But he knows
1: he knows you can be okay even after bad things happen. But you know who can't be okay? Archie and Valerie. Yeah,
0: because Cheryl continues to be chaotic neutral. Yep. Um, she only
1: wants chaos.
0: Yeah, because she <laughs> the the scene that happens is Val sitting down and Cheryl like goes, Hi Val, sits next to her, smash cut to Val sitting in front of Archie and be like, Cheryl's telling me she's breaking us up. And Archie's <laughs> like,
1: I don't no, know what that is. Like,
0: no. 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 That's not happening.
1: And then Valerie's like, well, I mean, the Blossoms are giving you all this stuff, and you keep going to some
0: parties. He's like, no, no I'm, I'm I'm, doing that for, like, these great opportunities. Like, you would do the same thing, which insults her, because she has proven that she does things for art.
1: Exactly. Like, like,
0: when she left the... Um, the Pussycats. Pussycats. Yep. Because saying the Pussycats have been the best, like, career thing. Mm-hmm. So she essentially, in this scene, teaches Archie that, like...
1: Different people have different motivations. Yeah,
0: and 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 you need to figure out if your motivation is to be, like... A good person, or just succeed at all costs, which really is like the theme of Riverdale.
1: This is true. Yeah, it's the theme of life.
0: Yeah, uh, but Archie. But that, the scene leaves, and Archie gives who is like confused, trying to
1: process this process new information what's going on.
0: So I assume he sits there for like four hours and is like, "Oh man, I gotta go to this party." It's like
1: calculations running in his head. Yeah. Um. So then it I is hate this scene. Maybe the next day. I think I yeah. think this is the next day, um, and Kevin comes into the school and Kevin is like, "Shit, <sighs> Veronica!
0: Yeah, remember how you thought that Ethel was going to commit suicide?" Yeah, Kevin starts a conversation in the worst way possible,
1: and then Veronica's like, "Oh, <gasps> she did!" And then Kevin's like, "Oh, no, 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 no! Her dad did." And then the scene is suddenly all about Veronica. Everything Kevin yeah. says, like, is faded away in the distance. Yeah. And, and she storms off. And she looks at herself in the mirror. And she rips off the pearl necklace her dad gave her.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and then, then Betty, Betty goes to her and like consoles her. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? Your dad didn't try to do was commit. What about Ethel? Why? Is- what
1: about this is this is someone else's trauma being used to fuel a main character's angst. Yeah. Now And I don't want to say storyline. Yeah. I want to say angst.
0: Yeah, because like if what if how this scene set up was that um Kevin came in, told them, and they immediately went to Ethel. Cause because here's the thing. That can still be used.
1: And then after they immediately went to Ethel, Veronica is having trouble dealing with it and yeah. processing it.
0: The totally. Pro- the problem that I have so much with the scene is that this is that something happened to Ethel, specifically to her dad, that Ethel's dad... This also bugs me. We learn later that he tries to commit suicide. But the
1: way the scene reads is that he, he did. Because Veronica... Was Veronica
0: immediately separates from it. because Because, yeah. like, Kevin, who as soon as... At that point, he's assuming, like, oh, we tried to take a bunch of pills. He's fine now. It's My
1: okay. dad found out. We yeah. pumped his stomach. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. But, but we don't know any no, of that.
0: because at that point, she goes back into selfishness, which is like, but me... My feelings.
1: My dad made this happen. And then
0: the then the series confirms that it doesn't. Yeah. It is not. It, there's no moment where someone's like 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 if Betty came in and was like Veronica, go see Ethel. This isn't about you. Then yeah. Especially considering how this entire bit's supposed to be like how Ethel needs a friend. Veronica mm-hmm. acts like the worst friend ever. Veronica
1: is a friend to Ethel because it makes Veronica feel better. We go back to the banquet. Yeah. Um. Again. I have a problem with this whole, Cheryl's a mess, she can't run the company, Cliff Blossom can't control his own family, how can he control a company? I have a problem with this being a storyline in 2017. Um, I don't. I know, I know. I just...
0: Because they're terrible.
1: I just needed, like, one thing to be like, no, it's not that Cheryl can't be in charge, it's that we don't want these people to be in charge.
0: But I think they're doing that by saying, saying Cheryl should be in charge. Like, the thing is that they are supposed to be evil characters doing a bad thing, which is why Archie's response to A law of that is, like, I don't understand why they're doing this, because you're not supposed to be agreeing with them.
1: I just don't trust the show enough to think I'm not supposed to agree with them. I, <laughs> because Mama Blossom has been so anti-Cheryl. Yeah. And because the show has been so anti-Cheryl, I feel like I'm supposed to be like, yeah, Cheryl can't be in charge of this. I. But I need it to be we want to take over the company. I need one piece of, like, concrete evidence. And maybe yeah. we'll come next episode. Well, but I, right now, it makes me feel yucky. Well, I, th- I
0: think that concrete evidence was the scene between Archie and Cheryl at the pool. And also, something I want to point out is that Cheryl did not wear red to the banquet. That's Cheryl, cool. who was worn red at every single opportunity, did mm-hmm. not wear red to the – she wore blue. Because the entire thing – Veronica wears black, Betty wears white – um, Cheryl wears red, and in this mm. scene, Cheryl does not wear red. She wears no. blue. She wears vibrant blue, not mm-hmm. even, like, bluey red. Um, so I think I think the trend she's going on is I think she's going to separate from her family.
1: I think so, too, especially because in this scene, um, Daddy Blossom pulls Archie away from the dinner, and yep. this is, like the tiniest party this show has had. Yeah. It is basically just it's Cheryl. Just the, it's just the Blossoms family. It's just the Blossoms. Yeah. All the Blossoms. Yeah. Um, so Daddy Blossom pulls Archie away, and he's like, yeah, you know, I've been thinking. And, like, Cheryl's a big ol' mess, but you, this, like, super awesome noble guy standing yeah. next to her, makes her less of a mess. So if it makes you stick around, I'm going to help you. Yeah. But I'm also going to help your dad. He,
0: he gives us talk about, and he uses the word picture He he doesn't care about the substance. He's like, but when people look at this from the outside, it'll look good. This will look good. People will look at this and say, that is good. Mm -hmm. And that's all he cares about. And that's that's why he was so intrigued that Archie is a good person. He's like, you're legitimately good. I'm evil. We, look, look at all of us. We're vampires. But you, you're a good person. They won't think we're vampires with you around. And you're
1: here, and then Polly sweeps on in before Archie has to commit to anything yeah. and is like, let's dance. Where she- and then Kevin looked at me and said, this blonde woman seems like someone important. Hold Who on, is she? No, I said,
0: this blonde woman is someone. And you're like, it's Polly. I'm like, good. Because she does not look like Polly in any of the other scenes.
1: She is wearing makeup and nice clothes. Well, I mean, and it's not on
0: the verge of tears. Yeah, yeah, and it's not in a insane asylum or hiding out in an attic. So, uh, basically,
1: what we're saying is, Polly, she cleans up yeah. nice.
0: Yeah, um, well, when because when they when left the table, there's like you just see like all these redheads, and there's one blonde woman who just like smiles at Cheryl awkwardly. I'm Like, ah, <laughs> oh, all right.
1: So Archie and Polly dance together, yep.
0: and, and she gives the secret agent like like she's
1: like, dude, stop wrecking my plan.
0: I think they have something to do with Jason's death. I'm figuring it out.
1: And she's like, oh,
0: I'm bad at being a double agent. Because <laughs> he immediately ignores it. And it's like, someone's having feelings. I must help feelings.
1: He looks to the side. Clifford and Cheryl are having a bit of a fight. And he's like, yep, better go.
0: just so Cheryl leaves and he follows her. And this is where they have the... um
1: The pool scene.
0: Yeah, where where it's... This nice talk where Cheryl's, Cheryl says – because you are like, oh, man, it's a trap. And I feel like Cheryl's being very, very real.
1: I didn't think it was a trap when Cheryl was saying it. I thought it was a trap when she stormed off.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, that's what I mean.
1: That yeah. seemed – so Cheryl's like, I'm just tired of this. I'm tired of everything. And she stormed off. And Archie immediately was like, yup. And that seemed like yeah. Cheryl and her dad were like, <laughs> let's prove how good Archie is. But then he gets out yeah. there and you're like, oh, no. Yeah, that is not what's going on. Cheryl's just going dark, no stars. Yeah,
0: oh, no. But knows, Archie's going. She she's going sad, many stars. Um,
1: well, she could have been, but instead Archie's there.
0: Yeah, because like they have this, and I, I find Cheryl's character more and more intriguing because she she's replacing Jason in both a. I still don't think they. I still don't think there's actually any twincess going on. But I don't think, I don't think she would approach it. So I think she's having these weird feelings of like he's so much like Jason, but he I'm not but but, but he's all, not my brother. But I'm also having romantic feelings but to him. But he's like
1: a confidant. I can tell him things I can't tell anyone yeah. else.
0: And also he's legitimately nice. Yeah. Which is something that no one else in this town really is.
1: Except for Betty. Except for Betty.
0: But um, Betty's
1: a girl.
0: Yeah. And does not um, have red and hair. And apparently her and Cheryl can't bond over anything, even though the fact that they're parents... They have
1: so much in common.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um But then... And Cheryl talks... And there's an interesting thing where Cheryl is... I don't think she's actually as in on the plan as she tries to be.
1: Yeah. She thinks she's really a part of the machinations of her parents, but she's not. Well, it's a sort She's of thi- a tool. Well, it's the
0: sort of thing that, like... Because in the scene, she kisses Archie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't feel like that was a ploy kiss. I feel No, like I think she, she
1: wasn't supposed to kiss him, and she did.
0: Yeah, I feel like she has legitimate feelings for him, and she's actually possibly conflicted over, like, um, this is part of my parents' evil plan, but I also kind of like him. And then Archie runs <laughs> away like, into the woods.
1: Yes. He does not go back into the house. He's like... <gasps> How could you do this? And he just runs yeah. into the night.
0: Yeah, she kisses him and, he, and then she says like some cr- she goes back into crazy and talks about how like my lipstick is maple syrup. That's the taste you had. And she's like, uh and runs into the shadowy woods. <laughs> just like turns and goes. <laughs> where he randomly discovers the uh <laughs> where he randomly discovers the the, the the Blossom's talking about being like, Oh, Miss Lodge is the problem. You should have sent her to jail and instead of here. Him. Him. And Archie's like, oh, oh, like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> and then what we thought happened was he ran home. Turns out, no, he just out front their house because Cheryl comes up to him again and tries.
1: And she's like, I thought you were such a good person, but turns out all you wanted were things from my parents. And Archie, Archie was very like,
0: upfront with that. The entire
1: time he's been like, yeah, I want to help Cheryl. Also, yeah. look at all these cool things the Blossoms can do for me. Like, at no point yeah. was he
0: like. I am only a good person. And also, he always refers to her as like, no, she's my friend. I care for her. She's yeah. nice.
1: And he's always said that. And nobody point, has been like, I think she's hot.
0: Cheryl continues with the thing where she's like, everyone hates me. And I'm like, we have not seen this. There is no evidence that people hating you. You seem to have many you. friends. And I know there's the thing where it's like, oh, but all the friends might be shallow and that. We have not seen it. As far no. as we know, she has many friends who like her.
1: Like, granted, she has no boyfriend. But guess what, Girls. That's not the end of the world.
0: Yeah. And honestly, she doesn't actually seem all that upset about it. She doesn't want a
1: boyfriend, I don't think. That's not what this is about. She wants Archie. Yeah.
0: But it doesn't necessarily mean she wants a boyfriend.
1: Now, intercut with all of this, Veronica wears her cape and she goes to visit Daddy Ethel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In the
1: hospital. But she's not really there to see Daddy Ethel. She's there to see Ethel and give her flowers.
0: And she says... Sorry, this is the scene that should have come immediately after the reveal. Yeah. Like, if they had just cut out the scene of Veronica crying in the bathroom if and she went had, straight to this scene... She,
1: then it would be fine. It would be fine. And <laughs> you know what? You could even have done a scene of her crying in the bathroom after this scene. Yes. And it would have been like, yep.
0: But the problem being okay. the, the first response... She didn't even figure out if he was alive or dead yet. Yeah.
1: So they go to the hospital. They find out that Ethel's dad is going to be okay. Yeah. She give the, gives the flowers to Ethel and her mom. She starts to walk away, and then she turns around, and Betty's like, you don't have to do this. And yeah. then Veronica's like, my name is Veronica Lodge. And I'm like, yeah.
0: Ethel knows that. <laughs> yeah, but the mom doesn't, I guess.
1: And then the mom loses her mind and is like, the mom, Ethel. The mom
0: likes, like, acts like every mom in Riverdale does.
1: <laughs> because every child in Riverdale is directly responsible for the actions of their parents. They have no control over them. Whatsoever.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, once again, the mom, maybe she's nice. We were seeing her in a very, very traumatic moment. Yeah. Maybe
1: she's normally nice. Maybe she's
0: normally nice. But, you know, her her husband, because uh, they're, try- they're still married, yep. um, tried to kill himself.
1: And also, they've lost all their money.
0: Yeah. So, she's in a very, very traumatic moment. So, maybe she's usually nice. But she's like, you can never see her again. And you are evil.
1: And Ethel's like,
0: did you know you're
1: no, I don't like.
0: Oh, no, A- 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 Aethel, Ethel's Aethel like, 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 is She's this just true? Because like, she didn't, because re- she knew she was lodged. She didn't realize that Hiram lodged. Yeah,
1: and then Ron yeah. was like, yeah, I did know that my dad caused other people to lose money. Yeah. And Ethel's like, mm.
0: <laughs> But But now I see someone who did it. Because like, she goes back and talks to her mom and's like, now I realize that real people have feelings. I will. I want to testify against dad. And
1: again, since Hiram has gone to jail. Hermione has been trying to turn the company around. Yeah. Um. So Alice Cooper is going to write her article for the school paper, which has a bigger operating budget than the town yeah, paper, yeah, which drug, I believe. Yeah,
0: Jughead and Betty offer Betty's mother a job <laughs> on the school paper. So now it has three journalists.
1: Hooray.
0: Hooray. Then we have a scene which we kind of knew – was, was coming, was coming, but it's
1: still dumb. Yeah,
0: Archie Robo runs
1: up to Valerie, up to Val, who looks absolutely adorable <laughs> in this scene because yeah. she's going to break his heart.
0: Yeah, and he, and he's like, um, he's he's essentially like, you were right. I'm sorry, you were right. And she's like, nah, I don't care.
1: I don't care. You've been ditching me since we started dating, Which and I'm like,
0: we have not seen.
1: I mean, we haven't seen Valerie a lot since they started dating, but that's because the show elected
0: not to show us those well, no, scenes. Yeah, which is the problem, once again, is that they have her be like, you've been ditching me a lot. But everything we see of Archie sounds like, like, the first thing that Cheryl said when, like, you should, you should like, bring me to this is, like, I have a girlfriend. Yeah. Like, immediately. It, it, it wasn't like he, he, you know.
1: Forgot about her. Yeah, he
0: didn't forget about her. So, I, was she referring to that he was ditching? Which I didn't seem like he was ditching her. At no
1: point has he been like, "I have plans with Valerie," but instead I'll do this. Except for the time he Robo ran out of his room last episode.
0: <laughs> it's true that maybe, maybe that's why he keeps Robo running away from things because she gives him like good advice, and he's like, and he's like "All but right." But <laughs> then she
1: just needs to accept when you date a robot and you give him good advice, he's going to go like immediately execute he acts that on advice it immediately. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. My biggest problem with this breakup is it continues a problem that is bad in writing where Val tells us they've been having problems in their relationship rather than showing us it. Because mm-hmm. every, every time we have seen their relationship...
1: It's been great.
0: Yeah. I almost thought her line was going to be, you're never around.
1: In which case <laughs> I've been like... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Okay, yep. <laughs>
0: but, it, but she says, you, you keep be- ditch, ditching me.
1: Which is a different thing.
0: Because we don't see it, you're telling us it, and... This is something that I've had a few people actually respond to me uh, about in, in person when I ever mm. talk like, show, don't tell. Uh, and they're like, but you believe them because they tell it. I'm like, no, no that's not the point.
1: But I, I need to be on board with your storyline. I don't yeah. need you to tell me to be on board with yeah. your storyline. It's,
0: it's it's the difference between someone showing that they're angry and someone being like, I'm angry. It's like, well, f- f- good. Thank great. you. Thank you for that.
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: <laughs> we have a pretty great scene where Fred Big Dog's mislodge Lodge hard. Miss Lodge is <laughs> <hard. laughs> like... I'm going to sell the property to Clifford. And and <laughs> Luke Barry Edge is like, no, you're not. And you're leans gonna, back in his chair.
1: He's like, you're going to keep the company or the land because I need you to keep it. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And he's like, I'm going to keep working it. And she's like, okay. And you're going
0: to pay me more.
1: And she's like, yeah. And then he's like, and you're going to give me 20% of the company because I'm taking a risk here. Yeah. And she's like, that's a lot of the company. And he's and- like. Yeah,
0: getting <laughs> the continues big dog, and this is this is Fred's version of full, full dark, Nose stars, <laughs> which, which
1: is basically like good businessman negotiations. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> and then and then he does something that's that's like honestly heartbreaking, but once again, hey, reasonable because of yeah. what we've been shown. shown.
1: He's like our relationship, whatever it was, yeah. Which again, she has never clarified yeah. is done
0: is now business. Yes, which is which. Which, it, which I think is actually pretty strong. He's not like, oh, by the way, you're not working here yeah. anymore. He's like, by he's- the way, it's a business relationship. Like, we have to still do business stuff.
1: But- no more emotions. Yeah. And then in my heart, I'm like, don't worry, Hermione. He'll kiss you at the end of this season finale.
0: <laughs> but... Uh, and then we go, go into the scene uh, right before the ending credits where... Uh- Ethel is oddly logical. No, yeah. Ethel's too... That's why Ethel seems so weird to you. She's too good for the She's show. Too good.
1: Veronica's like... They come into a classroom, and I remember these desks from every high school classroom ever where you can, like, put your things inside the desk, but they don't live there because you change classrooms. And Veronica's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. My dad was so bad. And Ethel's like, dude, I don't care that your dad's bad. You've been a great friend to me. You want to sit next to me in class? And Veronica's like, yes. (laughs) And that's the scene.
0: Yeah, it's essentially, and then Jughead says, like, <laughs> the, the, the feeling "Is that the feelings like that day?" Veronica learned the sins of the father doesn't have to be hers, which no one else in the town understands. Yeah, because once again, Ethel is too good for this town. Because she's everyone
1: like, in this town connects people to their families, yeah. as opposed to their own actions. Yeah. You
0: are, you are, ex- you are connected to them, and you can't break from them. Ethel's like. That's your dad. You you are my friend. You literally friends, did nothing, so. which makes it even sadder from the fact that she's not going to appear in the next episode. Nope. And I hope she does.
1: She like she needs to stay. Also, Ethel is a major character in the comics, so yeah. look, give me so more Ethel. That's true.
0: <laughs> Reggie's busy hanging out with and, Selena Gomez, and Reggie hasn't been seen in a while. Reggie,
1: <laughs> Reggie went to that bar once, and then everyone else got out, but Reggie got thrown in jail for being in a bar <laughs> underage,
0: and being the most smug about it. We
1: just don't know. Yeah. So then Betty and Jughead put Hiram on the board.
0: Yeah, because Archie reveals to them that
1: what he overheard from the Blossoms. Yep.
0: Which the, which they connect is like well that means Hiram
1: could have killed Jason yeah.
0: and the one thing they don't say which I thought would have been like because their logic is about as you know as, about as solid as any other murder suspect they had um, F.B. never got on the board that's um, true <laughs> but the uh, but Hiram actually has proven that he can connect people because he sent the yep. he's in the gangsters he's after willing
1: them. to send out goons.
0: Yeah, he yep. gets, he has the, he, is, he has the capability, even though he's in jail, he has the capability to interact outside of it. Yep. So, maybe.
1: So then maybe. we see some more umbrella. Uh, there's a Jughead voiceover over all of yep. this. So then we see some more umbrellas in the snow, as we see the board, aka the rest of the Blossoms, out into the night.
0: Yeah, and they're like, oh, thank God they're gone. And then
1: Do Clifford we'll is fine? like, I don't know if we did it. And he's right, because yeah. it turns out, meanwhile... Back in her room, Cheryl is engaging her chaos. Yeah,
0: Cheryl, Cheryl is chaotic, neutraling all over the place because she sits on a bed with <laughs> a red, once again, colors, uh, red uh, marker and scratches out Archie's face on a fo- on the photo that they took of the entire family you saw earlier. Um, yeah. And he took it Uses the word, she's going to engage her chaos. He used the word chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And then Polly comes in and is like, Good night.
1: Night. <laughs> and then Cheryl scratches off Polly's face.
0: For a reason that I can't quite figure out.
1: <laughs> Polly is there while she is scratching off faces.
0: Yeah. That is
1: her mistake. Like,
0: yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Yeah. Did you find yourself a CW moment in this episode?
1: Oh, a CW moment. Um... I think my CW moment is Archie and Valerie's breakup. I've seen it coming since they got together. Yeah. Because something that good has to immediately be torn apart. And it's obviously there just for drama. It makes no sense. We've seen no problems in their relationship. Nothing in Archie's behavior has changed since they've gotten together. But it's so much better if they're not together especially as the end of the season comes. Yeah. So that's my CW
0: moment. And maybe they're, they're going to cram in that love triangle they talk about, but never do anything oh, about. Oh, maybe.
1: But Betty's dating someone, and if they break up, I'm going dark, no stars.
0: Yeah, because they, yeah, they, they keep talking about a love triangle that doesn't exist.
1: Uh, maybe Archie will get together with Veronica, even though we've I'm, seen Veronica having no interest I'm gonna in I'm going to be whatsoever. honest.
0: I am, a lot, I am getting a lot more fine if Archie ends up with Cheryl. Yeah. Because... At least they interact. And they've been doing a good job of making Cheryl seem – her kind of, like, weird unhinginess mm-hmm. m- makes sense and not just be weird and dramatic and, like, things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's That's- justified. Yeah. Y- yeah. Justified,
1: <laughs> justified
0: in the world of uh, Riverdale. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so, Kevin, did you find yourself a CW moment?
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's the last shot of this entire episode when Cheryl scratches out Betty's face and i and like, it's, cause they're supposed to be like, oh my god, Betty. But I'm like, why? <laughs> why is she angry at Betty? Oh, sorry, no, Polly? not Betty, Polly.
1: I knew what you meant. Yeah.
0: Why is she angry at Polly? Because Polly did nothing in that episode to upset her. Polly,
1: one, like I said, is there.
0: Yeah. It's not like there was a shot of where, I don't know, when when Polly and Archie were dancing, you shoot to Cheryl, like, like, glaring at them or something, cause she's, mm-hmm. like, jealous. And, before that, Polly was the one person that Cheryl was nice to, actually able to connect with.
1: Yeah, because she has a little piece of Jason inside her.
0: Yeah, so I'm not I'm not quite sure what in the last, but in in what in the the 45 minutes of this episode caused her to be like, and now you are read it out as well.
1: I'm sure we'll find out really quickly next episode, and then it will immediately <laughs> be retracted.
0: Cheryl, no, Cheryl, will say I didn't mean to read you out in that way.
1: I thought I was running out Archie. I got confused. You were standing next to him. Look,
0: it doesn't – look, nothing I say the end of an episode means anything. <laughs> I said episode. I meant day.
1: I meant moment of my life. An episode of my life.
0: <laughs> look, don't worry about it.
1: Don't worry. It's fine.
0: I'm Cheryl.
1: Cheryl Blossom. Oh, she, she
0: calls him – she – wait, there's also another thing. She calls her Pollykins, which I think is also supposed to be like a horrifying thing, but I'm like – what? Why? I know, I don't get it. Why? I don't get it. That's my CW moment.
1: What will Cheryl do to Archie?
0: Did Hiram kill Jason?
1: How will Miss Cooper do with working exclusively with teenagers?
0: Answers to all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs.
1: A teen drama fan cast?